Welcome to Lick the Spoon with Beth and Jamie, two geriatric millennials talking about everything and nothing. So you t- I didn't like that. So, <laughs> so, so there. So there. So you better listen while you do your laundry or we're going to come find you. So today we're doing something kind of new and fun. Uh, we found some vintage advice columns from random teen magazines from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and beyond. And we decided that we wanted to give our own unsolicited advice because we both like giving advice and just helping people to live lives that we think would be better for them. Right. No, no that's if me. We could, no, but I mean, not that we can go back in time, but I think people are still asking for advice. Oh, yeah. I think stuff is all... They're not necessarily asking us. No, but that's what's beautiful about unsolicited advice. Exactly. You just get to give it. Mm-hmm. Like Let's I, do this. I, I'm sorry. There's nothing like somebody coming to you with a problem and then just telling them how you would do it, even <laughs> though like maybe it isn't how you would do it because it's such different circumstances. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. These are real people. These are real people from, from real back columns. in the day. Back in the day. Uh, I did collect them, but I didn't really think about or read them. Like okay. I just kind of skimmed. Okay. Do you want me to read the first one? Yeah. Okay. So this is from 19, in the 1970s, somewhere in there. Yes. A boy at school keeps trying to kiss me and put his arms around me. He is really ugly and F-A-T. A year younger than I and a foot shorter. Nobody likes him, but I try to be nice. How can I get rid of him without hurting his feelings? Ooh. Okay. Well, first <laughs> of all, terrible. we love a short king. Okay, like, let's just... Aw, this poor kid. Well... What do you mean nobody likes okay. him? I'm sorry, though. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, it, it would be this poor kid and, like, whatever. But he's, like, trying to kiss her. Yeah, why is There's he no doing that? There's no consent stuff yeah, happening. Why is he trying... Yeah, I was just skipping to, this, to the part where she calls him ugly and... <laughs> overweight. Yeah. Overweight. Yeah, I don't... I don't. I mean, this is from the 1970s, I yeah. guess. That's why. Um, I mean, that happens today, too. Yeah, well, true. But, okay... So first, a year like, younger and a foot shorter, and this kid's trying to kiss her. That's and the thing, though. Like, put his arms around. I her? used to what? tell How my girls all the time, like, you. Uh, I just I, it irks me. Like, nobody has their right to put their hands on you. No, right. like, touch you, kiss you, tap you, hug you, put their hand on the small of your back. No, any of that is is grounds to just look them right in the face and like, do not touch me. True, because it's like that's a and kissing like that's a consent thing. I had, you know what? Oh, oh no, go, go ahead. I feel like there's got to be way more to this little story than 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 these couple of lines. Like there is there is oh, more sure to this. this is history. I mean, yes, because I want to know how old these people are. Well, I think these are high schoolers, but I think one of the keys to this is she said nobody likes him, but I try to be nice. And I think that this is a problem with like the nice guy mentality mm-hmm. of today is that like women will try to just be friends with a guy and they're like, oh, she friend zoned me or whatever, implying that, you know, she's not going to put out, she's not going to have sex with you. And it's just like, can we not just be your friend? Mm-hmm. Because like that implies that all you wanted was to have a relationship, a romantic relationship with her. You never wanted to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, don't be gross. Mm-hmm. And so here's this girl seeing that this kid probably gets picked on, mm-hmm. probably is whatever. People are annoyed by them. Tries to be nice to him, says hi, smiles at them. And then he instantly tries to like come up and kiss her or like put his arm around her. Like, mm. I don't know if this is, do you think this is real? Do yeah. you think of, this happens. But how, I'm just trying to picture how old this boy is. Like, how does he? They're like middle school or high, they're high school students probably. 
Let's just say like he's a, he's How does a sophomore he even and he's have a junior. the nerve to even try to do like, what? are you kidding me? This is all the time. Every day happens still. I know, but I'm just, I'm just trying to wrap my head around like that kind of entitlement or yes. people acting that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't do that, but a lot, tons and tons and tons of people are like this. Yeah. They just, they just like, oh, okay. Y- you want it. Yeah. Okay. So here's my unsolicited advice for this girl stop being nice yeah you don't have to try to be nice Mm -mm. it's not your job to uh, worry about his feelings if he's crossing boundaries that you have for yourself and he's not respecting that uh he needs to get the message and if you're nice too nice like nice to him apparently he's not getting it Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's not getting the message and and my unsolicited advice is this is she wants to do it without hurting feelings. And I think that this is something that a lot of times ingrained in women is like, don't hurt anybody's feelings. Be kind. Da, da, da. Hurt his feelings. Be very clear. I do not like you. Do not touch me. And if you touch me again, we're going to have issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But that just sucks. I don't know. It's just sad because, again, this is still happening. This is from the 70s and this is still happening to our girls. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like at least we're having conversations about consent mm-hmm. and about. Well, and that's the thing with the with with boys too, like having conversations with boys mm-hmm. with because I mean, obviously there's two people in this scenario and yeah. I'm just thinking like hold them accountable. What? Yeah. And but and what what messaging is he getting where he thinks this is OK? Well, it was the 70s. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but but there is this whole thing of like boys will be boys, that whole mentality of where we've taught, you know, ingrained in generations of men that it's, you know, they're just going to do what they're going to do, mm-hmm. you know, and like it's I, I used to hate this because, you know, a lot of times they people will talk about, you know, sex and stuff in in terms of sports like I'm going to score or did you get to first base second base mm-hmm. you know like did you hit a homer all related to I mean I'm the kids today are like we don't talk like that but you know it's it, you've heard it in movies you've seen it and it just it makes it into a game it makes it into like a mm-hmm. a thing and it's like that dehumanizes that person mm-hmm. and I think that that's I don't know it just it irks me mm-hmm. it's like just uh, treat people like humans mm-hmm. and it's like not everybody wants to do you mm-hmm. and that's okay. <laughs> yes. And not everybody's going to be attracted to you. That's okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I think I would also tell this person, she's asking, how can I get rid of him without hurting his feelings? Like you just need to have boundaries. Clear you need and to concise. say, this mm-hmm. is not okay. I would like, you know, I, I, you can say, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I also am not interested in you touching me yeah, or trying in to any way in any way so stop yeah and if he doesn't girl you have permission to use force yeah and I, maybe i shouldn't advocate for that but <laughs> ain't nobody have the right to put their hands on you and so mm-hmm. spe- anyway i've had dudes come in I, I told you about the i had a guy once like i've had guys unwant like kiss me when i didn't want it I had a guy that was like, I think I shared this before, so I, I don't know. I was in Vegas and I think I told you this. I was waiting for a Boys to Men concert. Did you no, you didn't bell? tell me the story. I feel like I told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. So I'm waiting for a Boys to Men concert with my auntie. Okay. And we we're like in the casino, just kind of whatever. And there's this guy sitting next to me and he's he has like an Irish accent and he's probably 
40 years older than me. He's like in his late 60s, early 70s. And he starts chatting with me about how they're taking like this cross country trip, like on Route 66, because that goes from one coast to the other. And they're driving Mustangs and we're just chatting. And I'm just playing the slots waiting for boys to men to start, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I just need to kill like 30 minutes. And my aunt's who knows where she is. And at the end, like I was like, okay, got to go. Homie like plants one on me. First of all. Ew. No. Secondly, your saliva lingered and I Ew. about lost it because I was just like, I I don't like that at all. And you're an old dude. You're my grandpa's age. You just kissed me. What in the world? At least give me a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but it was it was so gross. And I was just like, ugh. And I just like walked away from him. But I was just like, oh, my gosh, like. And yeah. it was so small, but it was felt like such a violation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't come into my space. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't share chapsticks with my f- best friends. I don't want some rando old dude just like up in my grill. No, 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 so, no, you don't. Anyway. All right. <sighs> okay. So this moving on. This next one is from American Girl from 1967. So here we go. I've just turned 15 and it seems to me I should be allowed some privacy. But I get none. My mother listens in on my phone conversation with girlfriends and then repeats them to guests. This is very embarrassing, but my mother only laughs when I plead with her. I can never have my door closed when I have my girlfriends over. My mail is always red. Trying to change my mother's mind goes nowhere. Like 15 stories have popped out into my brain. Actually, it makes me laugh because we just talked about turning red and that was like a big portion of that. Privacy is so important. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, and this was from 1967. So this is before phone, cell phones yeah. and texting and online. Anything. Land. land. Huh. Okay. You okay. Go first. I just have, okay. I have a story to tell. So when they're talking, if you're, if you're, if you were, if you're a younger person, you might be like, how did they listen on the phone conversation? Well, it used to be, you know, on a landline, somebody could pick up another phone in a different room and they could hold a mute button or they could put their hand over um, the part that you talk in the receiver and like, listen. Mm-hmm. And so one time, so I was hanging out with this guy and this is in the nineties. So we weren't hanging out, hanging out. He went to a different school. So we would talk on the phone all night. I love talking on the phone to boys. So we would talk for like three hours, four hours at night. And I really liked him. And he was just kind of pitter pattering, like, you know, like not saying anything. Um, also, me, this makes me realize, like, I'm very, like, confident in what I want, I guess, because mm-hmm. I just told him flat out. I was like telling him, like, I like him and blah, blah, blah. His mom starts talking. <gasps> she had been listening in on our conversation. And so his mom, his like so I was asking for an answer and his mom gets on like yeah what's gonna be the answer (gasps) no I was like you hooch I didn't say that but it was mortifying oh I'm sure it was mortifying and basically we never I mean it kind of killed it but (laughs) we did write some very nice letters to each other because old school yeah I think it's I think it's hard I've had my mom violate my privacy before and like read stuff or whatever Mm -hmm. a lot of times like I think it sucks but you end up hiding things Mm -hmm. because it's just like if you're not going to respect my boundaries I'm going to make it so that you can't see Mm -hmm. what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it's not even that deep it's just like I just want to be able to write my feelings down Mm -hmm. and not Mm -hmm. have anybody read it Mm -hmm. like yeah for sure well and I think that okay this person's 15 at mm-hmm. that point, I think this person deserves some privacy, uh, especially with phone conversations. There's no reason mm-hmm. I, that I know of. But see, I'm not in this situation yeah. in this situation. So I don't know 
what kind of things this child has done like has this person broken the trust of their parent yeah you know what I mean or but just based off just this little this little bit I I can I think I would side with her and say yes you should be allowed some privacy and I don't think that it's respectful for her mom to then repeat the phone conversation to guests like it's one thing to listen in but then to share yeah Mm. and here's the thing so I'm a parent I have my oldest is 14 not not quite this age I want to allow him to have privacy to an extent and Mm -hmm. within certain limits like we have already established like at this age like these like this is the level of privacy that you get yeah. with with things like texting, mm-hmm. um, uh, your online activities. I'm like, if you have conversations in person in real life with people, that's 100% private as far as like, I'm concerned. I'm not there. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's just life. Like, that's that's good. But if you're going to be uh, and, and having phone conversations mm-hmm. like I, that's totally fine. But there I think there has to be clear communication. So my kid knows, like, as far as texting goes, I said, that stuff's being monitored yeah right now yeah at this point um at his age and as he gets older there'll be less less. and less but he understands that so he knows he's aware it's not secret it's not not you don't have a tracker on him that he doesn't know about exactly like it's it's clearly communicated he knows what's being monitored and what's not kind of a thing you know well also it teaches like i'm sorry but not and this is my opinion and you might be like she don't have kids what does she know i worked with students for a million years i saw the effects of parents choices and it drives me crazy when parents don't don't take the time to teach their kid how to use these tools Mm -hmm. and teach them about this this and this like Mm -hmm. and then i've seen parents do an excellent job you know that have those conversations about like what's appropriate to text and like why like if you're texting and bullying some I hate that word bullying but like you know talking smack with people through text mm-hmm. what what effect does that have mm-hmm. and here are the consequences of that so mm-hmm. but it's I there's just certain things that's like we don't teach students about we don't mm-hmm. teach kids how to utilize this stuff and maybe it's because the person doesn't know themselves like mm-hmm. but yeah I think that's I think monitoring mm-hmm. and like giving them more privacy as they get older makes sense right and also the day and age that we live in, like someone had said like, oh, you know, it's, you know, all their dirty laundry is like out for yeah. everyone to see, so to speak. And I'm like, yeah, it kind of is because those things don't go away. Mm-mm. Like your, your end of the text message, you might delete, but the other end, you oh, don't, yeah. like that doesn't just disappear. And so that's the thing. I'm like, this doesn't just go away. Like and you don't know who's screenshotting. Exactly. I just watched a TikTok today and it was this lady that was going off on this woman in a mall and she was like a younger mom and she and she's going off on this. The younger mom's going off on this woman in the mall that has like um, a they're training service dogs like not, you know, when people like this is my service dog. And you're like, no, it's not. You just want to take you just bought a vest off at Amazon. Not <laughs> right. that kind of situation. But these are like service dogs that are being trained to like address a specific medical condition and mm-hmm. so you know it, it, those dogs cost thousands and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. so much training but the trainers they take them to public places get them accustomed so that when you get your dog it's ready to go you mm-hmm. know and this this lady I guess her daughter went up to try and pet the dog and they said don't, don't pet the dogs mm-hmm. and then you know the daughter still came for it and they kind of you know get away and the mom freaked out she's like I'm gonna call my lawyer blah 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 all this stuff and the reason I'm saying that is I saw that video at least two years ago that just popped up again on TikTok. 
Uh, and a lot of times people will find out your name and who you are if they like look up crazy mall lady mm -hmm. your name's associated and it's it's always going to come up mm -hmm. it's like the kids bop mom remember mm -hmm. kids bop mom no oh my gosh <laughs> the kids bop <laughs> lady she's like driving i don't know something happened where there's a girl in the back of an uber and this lady comes up and like she's very upset because the uber driver cut her off or something and she's like going off on the uber driver and then the girl in the back who's just the passenger had nothing to do with this, she's like you need to calm down she's like you know cussing at them whatever and she's like your kids can hear you she's like my kids are listening to kids pop you know just and then like she's like sorry i'm sorry and then calling her like all these names and it's just but oh. kids bop karen that's what they call her if you google that or if you that pops up on you know your social media oh, it's there for it's forever not her name's out there forever well and that's what i'm trying like yeah. that's one of the points i want to make with my kids like this isn't it, it isn't a really a private conversation no. like you're and so when when it's recorded like that like in a text message yeah. so to speak so that's why i'm like talking real life yeah you know Yes. About if you want to talk about stuff that you don't want me to hear or whatever, then talk. Like, yeah. But if you're going to be texting it, I'm going to be monitoring it at this stage. Yeah. Like appropriately. Uh, appropriately. And and we're I'm just still trying to figure out how to do that as we as my kids get older and yeah, older. It's but trial like, and error. And it's different for each kid. It is. But like in this particular situation, I'm like, whoa, the mom needs to back off. And yes. this kid definitely needs privacy. Well, in her phone conversations with her girlfriend. And it's not even the fact that the mom is like eavesdropping. It's the fact that she's sharing with guests. And when the daughter brings the concern, which that takes a lot of guts to mm -hmm. bring a concern to your parent. Mm -hmm. And the mom just laughs at her. Mm -hmm. That's just, I don't know, it's just mean. Um, so yeah, I I would just tell this girl, I'm so sorry. Uh, 30 years from now, you know, <laughs> this kind mm -hmm. of stuff will be a whole different ball game. Mm -hmm. But really, it's just, um, I would just continue to have the conversation. Mm-hmm continue to have the conversation and then that people are not going to like this but sometimes like you might have to get sneaky with your diary and put it somewhere you know she's not going to look mm -hmm. or you know whatever that is and I just say that because my own mother my own mother read my diary mm. and guess how old I was how old were you in college did she read your diary from like your college no. days she read my college diary while I was in college and she came so she came to visit me um, oh. And I had to work. I was going to school and I was working and she came to visit. And I don't even remember if I invited her. I think she's like, I'm going to come visit that type of thing. So she's staying with me. And one night I had to go to work mm -hmm. and she just was kind of left on her own. And instead of like watching TV or whatever, she, she snooped through my house. <gasps> and so she found my diaries and read them. My current right. journals and I'm I used to be very like explicit because that writing really helped me to get out my feelings and mm -hmm. whatever. And I didn't know till years later because she was talking about it at a party. No and way. And was talking about the fact that she was like, oh, yeah, I totally read her journals when she was in college. And she was saying this, this and this about me. What? So at this time, I'm now in my like, I think I was like 26 or something when I found out about that. It happened like a few years before. It broke so much trust. Oh, for sure. And, you know, it was just it really it really changed the way I looked at my mom. Mm -hmm. It changed what I just, I'm very caught more. I'm much more cautious on what I share her. It's the point where I literally, I was talking to a friend about my will. Cause I need someone to be the person that mm -hmm. like deals with it. And I asked her to do it. Cause I'm like, I can't have my mom do it. Cause I want you to come in. I want you to take all of my journals and you could read them. I don't care, but everything like it can't, none of that can go to my mom. Mm -hmm. Like you either get mm -hmm. rid of it or you can give it to my brother. Or you could give it to this person if they wanted to, have it for whatever mm -hmm. um but anything like that mm -mm. 
Yeah. So yeah, it it does a lot of damage when you mm-hmm. do that kind of stuff. And I think that th- the sad thing is, I think the, the, th- the sad thing to me is that a lot of times it does invisible damage mm-hmm. where it's like, my mom doesn't know that it caused that damage, mm-hmm. but it has. Mm-hmm. So Right. Uh, okay. Are we going to do the next one? Yeah. Okay. This is from YM 1997. How old were you in 97? 17. Me too, because we're the same age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. This stupid girl at my school keeps trying to steal my boy. She's so fake, but guys never see it. I just want to kill her. How can I get her back for what she is doing? Okay. <laughs> oh, the drama. The drama. Oh, oh the Lord. drama of high school. Hmm. Uh, okay. Firstly, I get it. And when she says I want to kill her, I'm sure she doesn't mean literally. But instantly my head goes to this time in high school when this girl was pissing me off. And I I came up with a plan to shave her eyebrows. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was, How did you do that? I didn't end up doing it because I didn't want, I was 18. I turned 18. I was like, well, I don't want to get, um, <laughs> I don't want to get charged as an adult. <laughs> but I literally, I was so annoyed with her that I was just like, I just was trying to figure out a way to like, I was going to, I was going to shave her eyebrows. What kind of plan did you have? How I was going to get an happen? electric razor. Uh-huh. So you got to do it fast. And I was going to, because she was in a similar friend group uh-huh. and we would do like hangouts and like not you know it's like after a while you don't do sleepovers but everybody just like ends up sleeping somewhere or we go and whatever anyway so i was gonna shave her eyebrow off when she went to bed <laughs> she's a pooch so oh. i did not do it though i did not do it did you not have the opportunity or you um i just thought it through and i was like that's not how i really want to like handle mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. but it was sure fun plotting <laughs> like <laughs> i mean i was very very close to executing but oh. i would not recommend this um to anyone out there so do not shave anyone's eyebrow it's hard here's the thing i don't think that okay here's my unsolicited advice you don't need to get her back for what she's doing uh i think that you just be who you are and if this boy is um, really into you and is like wants to be with you like he will like it, the thing it comes down it's not about the girl it's about the guy because yeah. it's because it, you can't force someone to be with you right that, that's what yeah. I'm trying to say like like if he wants to be with you he will and if she's going to influence him and steal him away well then You're, he's you, not he's not you dodged a bullet yeah exactly this happened I, to me in high school though like not being the not I wasn't the stealer but I had a lot of guy friends and I remember they would get girlfriends and then all of a sudden we couldn't hang out and it was just so it was I mean it's what you do in high school but it's so petty but there's girls that like I had guys that tell me I'm not my girlfriend said I'm not allowed to hang out with you and I'm just like homie I don't even like you like we might we might laugh and kiki and whatever but we're not it's like I don't know I guess anyway it just seems so yeah, like you had said, petty. That's just, it's just drama. It's well, just, and, and it's a lot of insecurity, which I mm-hmm. think a lot, you know, we all face that when we're teen girls and figuring out our womanhood and stuff. And yeah, I, I think that the, I think the best revenge is not taking revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, just don't better, try to just get getting her, better yourself. Just keep, like I, yeah, just keep being yourself. And if she's so fake and guys never see it, I mean, eventually they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, or do you really want to be with a guy who can't see that she's fake? It sounds like that she's a pick me. You're not. 
you're annoyed by it. And the thing is either you stay with the guy and be annoyed that she's always going to kind of be around or you move on and find someone better that's more suited mm-hmm. for you. Or just just don't date guys or, for a while. Or you're in high school. Or the thing too is just be like, just date casual <laughs> and just like have fun with him and like yeah. whatever. Yeah. You're not going to marry this guy for the most part. I mean, I say yeah. that like so many people I know from high school got married, which is really? wild. Yeah. I look at them and I'm like, I mean people getting married before we could drink and they're already married to their high school sister. And then I see them on Facebook now. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys have been together for like 50 years. That's a long time. Yeah. I can't imagine based on my, who I was at that age. Yeah. Picking a spouse, but whatever. Gosh. Anywho. Okay. Okay. So we have two from the next one. Um, These are both from teen magazine, 1970. Uh, So the first one is I am 12 and like a 16 year old boy very much. He says he likes me too. Do you think he's too old? What should I do? Sweet baby Jesus, he's too old. Yes, yes he is. Um, you should listen to your parents. And uh, well, I don't even know what your parents are saying. Um, but if I was your parent, I would say, um, here's what you should do. Uh, stop talking to him. <laughs> Go play with your friends. I used to tell my students all the time, my girls, I specifically my girls, I'm like, here, if there's a guy, if he's like one year older than you, okay maybe but like basically you should be in high school together you know Mm -hmm. and after their high school cut no you know if they're Mm -hmm. like if you're a senior and he graduated the year before okay you know whatever it's Mm -hmm. whatever but if you're a 16 year old girl and you have a guy that's 22 that's Mm -hmm. coming after you Mm -hmm. red flags and run oh yeah well because this is like this is like a sixth grader and like a sophomore yeah yeah that's not okay horrible yeah. So, I mean, I even think sometimes when guys are like, uh, like I've seen students that are like a senior in high school dating a freshman. A lot of times I'm like, that's a little bit. The mm-hmm. gap is so wide mm-hmm. at those ages. It is. And, you know, there's a lot of 12 year old girls that look like they are 16. Yeah. I mean, they're but really it, but are. they're not. But they're not. No, they're not. You're not. You're 12. Yeah. You're 12. And again, it's it can be very flattering when someone older is like giving you attention and whatnot. Mm hmm. But the thing is, like, there's a reason he's not dating people his own age. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. Yeah. And you're not ready for that. No. You are not ready. You don't need to be in any kind of relationship at 12 years old. Well, I mean, I, I won't say that because I loved having little boyfriends and stuff. But it's not a it's not the same type of relationship you have when you're in high school. That's when what you I have, mean. Yeah. Like, it's different. It's mm-hmm. like you're going out. I mean, you guys would be texting. We would be talking on the phone and stuff mm-hmm. and maybe holding hands at like a basketball game. But that's it. At 16, it's it's very different. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. stay away. And I say this girls right now. If you're if you're a woman right now and you're like 18 and your boyfriend's 24, let's just stop. Let's just take a breath, uh-huh. take a moment uh-huh. and just and if you're if your uh, boyfriend is older, older than that, maybe some counseling because there's probably some issues there and I don't mean that in a, like a meaner yeah. way or anything it's just, I watched this I was watching um YouTube videos of old intervention interventions like a show that like somebody's a drug addict or oh, alcoholic right, right. and their family does an intervention mm-hmm. and this girl was talking about how she was 17 and met this like guy that was a like an army vet and he had like young twins and she ended up going over there like babysit and then she ended up staying and then got married to him and I was like Oh, that is a lot mm-hmm. and probably mm-hmm. why we're in this circumstance. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's that age difference is huge mm-hmm. at those ages. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you're once you're if, if you're 30 in, and dating 35 year old, 40 year old. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. well, even once you're in your 20s, like I think there's there's just a difference. 
Yeah, I still I'm I'm not a big fan though of like girls that are like 22 right out of college dating somebody that's like 56. Oh no, 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 no. But like 22 dating like a 28. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. So right. anyway, okay. Just stop, and he's kind of grooming you. So run away. Next one. I am a senior, and I have a boyfriend in college. Oh wait, so she's a senior in high school. Yeah, and her boyfriend's in college. Okay. He wants me to attend his college after I graduate. I love him and want to be able to see him a lot, but I think that I need a year or two at a different college to give me time to grow up a little. Does that make sense? He says he loves me very much, but will his feelings remain the same toward me in a year or two? Girl, uh, you go knows? where you want to go. That's why you'll see in a year or two. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Don't make that decision on a dude. No. It, well, especially, well, 70s, I would be like, well, college wasn't that expensive. But nowadays, it's so expensive right. that it's like, you got to go where it's right for you. And you got to listen to your gut. Like, if your gut is telling you that you mm-hmm. think you need a year or two at a different college to give you some time to grow up, listen to your gut. Yeah. You will regret it if you don't. And if you just try to please him and just mm-hmm. go to the college for him. Like, no, listen to your gut and do what your gut is telling you, which is go to a different college for a couple of years because yeah. if it is true love mm-hmm. then it will stand the test of time yep and distance yep and and you are so you're a senior in high school are yeah. you kidding me and he's already in college and that stinks because he's already had that like freshman year of college experience yeah then. and that those are so like that's such a formative time and those first couple years of college just really just grow you up and you don't know what's going to happen so you can't like you're saying he loves me but will his feelings stay the same like you don't know you don't even know if your feelings are gonna stay the same so like don't worry about it yeah well yeah at that age it's like i'm i mean i'm a big proponent of like you gotta go your own path and figure out what you want out of life and it's Mm -hmm. it's not impossible again i know tons of people that got married really young and they just have done life together. I've I've had I see students now that have been in my program that they're with somebody for years and years and years and they're doing life together starting in college, which it's awesome for them. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case for everyone. Mm-hmm. And so you really have to make sure that you're making decisions based on what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my unsolicited advice. I like it. I yeah. agree with you. All right. Well, we're really good at this. Um, we should be professionals. We have, we have lots of great unsolicited advice. We have a lot of opinions about people's choices. So <laughs> look forward to more of this later on. 